into the fourth mother box. I could let that open ring forever, but we're less than two weeks away from 72 seasons releasing. What hell of an opener to that album. And we, Kyle and I talked all about it in our last episode, but welcome into the fourth mother box. Thank you for joining. Before I introduce who's inside of Apocalypse with us today, please follow us at Fourth Mother Box on Instagram, at Fourth Mother Box on Vero, and we're out there on Facebook as well, Fourth Mother Box Podcast. My name's Tom Oakry. Thank you for joining us. I'm hailing from Central Florida, right down the street from Walt Disney World and theme parks of Orlando and the home of Megacon 2023. And I'll get into my recap of Megacon to start the show, but Joining me as always, my co-host from Chicago, Illinois, friends for over 25 years or something bullshit like that, and uh, I've suffered enough people, Kyle Cosentino. Kyle, how the hell are you today? You'll never suffer enough. That's true. That's true. How but the hell are you today? I am doing good. What? I said that's true. I will never know what's enough suffering with being your friend, but, 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 but we'll put that aside for one show. Um, what the hell's going on today? I'm ready to be in Florida. That's that's where I'm at today. I'm just ready to be in Florida. We had, you know, we had this like we had like a borderline tornado the other day. It was like um, Friday night. It was like almost 70, and then it oh, just shit. went back. And it like, <laughs> yeah, it was like almost 70 here. And then they were like, of course, you know, we could never just have like a 70 degree day without with nice weather we had to have 70 degrees with tornado so without the threat of death (laughs) it's 70 degrees out but if you walk outside you might blow away (laughs) that's that's really how it goes here that's how we roll here in chicago so and then now we're back to winter again so april 2nd still in winter that's how we roll i so yeah i'm ready ready to be in florida good you know you know florida somehow is ready to receive you that sounded weird. But, uh, yeah, we've got a lot of shit planned, right? Uh, Kyle will be here Friday night, late Friday night. Then Saturday we're getting right at it. We're going to hit Kyle's fourth time on Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Um, wonder what song we'll get. Hopefully a new one for Kyle. Um, and then that will officially be my 100th ride on the ride, so it'll be pretty epic. And then we're going to park hop the studios that day. Got a Savvy's. We've got a reservation at the uh, Creperie de Paris. Um, among a bunch of other stuff, we're gonna we're gonna hide Kyle somewhere in the world showcase so he stays in Florida. Yeah, you know what? I'm ready. I'm ready because uh, you know the the life out here just isn't that great. So, and if you know if if you're from Chicago, you know exactly what I mean. I mean. This this town is unforgiving. The weather sucks. The traffic sucks. The taxes suck. It's just a big it's just a big pile of suck. The men and women suck. Not to sound negative, of course. Not to sound negative, of course. Not to sound negative. Speaking of negativity, um, I was texting this, with... This is why this is why I have two two stars on therapycouch.com. Yeah, two stars in, in, I tell, in lowering. I, I tell clients what the world is really like, and, and you know, they give it to them straight. Hey, the way I see it is they're just going on therapycouch.com, all one word, bluechew.com slash therapycouch.com. Um, so, so they go on the website. Promo code Lumpy. <laughs> Promo code Lumpy in my pants. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, so we got we. Uh, uh, I was I was texting with my uh, good, our, our good friend, friend of the show, Mike Norat, um, about WrestleMania last night, which I want to talk about here in a little bit. And I was telling him I was catching up on it because of what happened, what I was doing at MegaCon yesterday. 
and he had commented on one of the matches and also said, tell Kyle he sucks. So, Kyle, I am telling you via mic that you suck. Would you like to respond? I mean, it, you know, uh, at least if I climbed up a turnbuckle, I wouldn't fall off it. So, <laughs> ah, he fell. Ah, The amazing turtle amazingly fell off the turnbuckle. I think he he falls because people bring Frosties into the the wrestling arena and he gets distracted. I'm pretty sure that's why he falls. I would die if like Mike, uh, you know, he's wrestling one of his matches. He's wrestling against people and he he gets up on like the top rope right to do like an elbow drop or something and then like turns and looks in the crowd and like five people are just like waving Frosties and then he jumps into the crowd instead for the Frosties. Mike, that'd be a great spot. Pet and penning. Do it though. Give me the frosty turtle. Yeah, the the frosty turtle, a gimmick change. By the way, did you did we ever talk about the trailer for the turtles that is coming out? Like, did, does anybody want to see that? Because I don't. Um, we didn't talk about that. Um, but I, we had known about that for a long time coming. Um, I'm I don't know. Like, my favorite version of the tur- you know the turtles a live action one right from ninety early nineties. Um, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of right there with you. I'm, I'm like, I'm in the middle with it. Like, like that TMNT animated movie they came out with in 2007 or whatever that was was really good. Um, and had the connectivity to the f- our first three original films, but uh, this one, who knows? I mean, I'll probably check it out. But Seth Rogen. Uh, I'm not like a fan of Rogan. I don't not like him, but he's just not that funny to me. <laughs> he's he's not. I don't know. He's just he's got like one gimmick, right? So I don't know. I guess I'm kind of with you. I mean, it seems like people are excited about it. Some people are bitching about what April O'Neil looks like now. They they took away another redhead. So it is what it is. Well. I think it's like we live in the we're living in the age where everything is a remake or they're bringing back IPs from like the 80s and 90s. And it just shows that Hollywood is fresh out of ideas. They have nothing else to offer. And like, I don't know if I read this today and I don't know if this was just an April Fool's joke or not, but they might be doing a live action Lilo and Stitch. No, so I don't that's, know if that's, that's not, not. That, that's a thousand percent true. That is a thousand percent true. We had that news month. And I'm ago. just like, like Disney, they just need to stop this. You know, it's like, stop remaking stuff and put out something new. Like, when was the last time that they put out something new that was like a hit? Maybe Frozen, you know? Like, um, we're not, we're almost like not getting Encanto. anything. Encanto is um, 2021. That that's a hit. I guess that's you know what you, you know what I'll take that back because yeah. while I haven't seen that, I know that's a huge huge hit with with kids. So, but you know maybe Disney's just like um, <laughs> something new every like five to ten years. It's um Encanto's got an okay story, but the soundtrack is really good. Really, really that's good. that's how I felt about Frozen because yeah. Frozen was just a mishmash of like '90s Disney movies. That's the story. But the the soundtrack was just out of the park, like it just was. Right. They they butchered it now because everywhere you go in Disney parks, you just hear "Let it go, let it go," and it's just like you <laughs> know you have Christ. other Disney songs like the, the, you know Disney has a, a backlog 
of of great great music yeah you know the little mermaids coming out the live action honestly i don't think i want to see that but i will say that girl can sing oh like, yeah I don't, she's got a great uh, voice yeah it's not it's like Halle, Halle berry or Halle berry Halle berry mm-hmm. okay so it's like Halle berry number two it's like oh wait is it, is it maybe i'm wrong maybe i think it's Haley. i think it's Haley because yeah, yeah, yeah. e1 on the ginger yeah. But I know I, I know it's confusing, but like listening to the to the soundtrack of her singing, man, like dead on. This oh, is yeah. so this is this is like this is a step in the right direction because you got a singer to sing classic Disney songs, unlike Aladdin, which, you know, I've detailed many times in the past where they just stuck somebody in there who couldn't sing at all, like like horribly, horribly. So parents just don't understand, Kyle. Uh, how did we? How does us '90s kids allow this to happen? Because we were being distracted <laughs> is, by all the world events that were happening to us millennials, and that continued I mean, they to didn't, happen. They didn't necessarily ruin the Lion King, re, but like again, like you know, why do we need to see the same movie over again? God, you, you know, know what? You know what? Like with these with these Disney live action remakes, I have yet to watch one a second time. And that's probably telling. Yeah. It's just like I see it once, I see it in the theater, or or I see it on Disney Plus. I'm like, all right. But it's like, I don't have a drive to go see the live action once again. I just don't. Couldn't they just, like, if they were going to do a live action, couldn't they just expand on, like, the the, the classics or something? That's, you know? That would be spectacular. And, and like, I, I, I feel like Disney is just missing out on just telling more of that story, right? Just tell more of The Lion King, right? There's a rumor that there's a sequel coming about Mufasa or a prequel. I don't know what the hell that is. No, yeah, yeah, it definitely can't be a sequel unless it's Muf- unless it's Cloud Mufasa. The whole movie, he's up there so, and the cloud's talking to Simba. Simba, don't eat that. That's bad for your heart. <laughs> Two hours. <laughs> That's actually a good storyline. If it was like just a straight story about Mufasa and his rise to be the you know the king of the the jungle or the kingdom or whatever. Think that would be a good story. Like I would see that because one, I don't know what's gonna happen, and then you could see like his relationship with Scar. Man, that that would kind of write itself. And Disney, why aren't you doing this? Like, why aren't you doing this? Because this would be a much better idea than just rehashing the same thing you did, you know, almost thirty years ago. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of stories to tell there. Um, Aladdin 2 was going to happen and then the actor that plays Aladdin kind of tweeted that it wasn't looking like it so maybe Disney is learning the lesson right but maybe they're not because they're continuing to come out with the live action so we'll see we'll see but um, speaking of Little Mermaid um, I was in the vicinity of Jodie Benson yesterday didn't see her but I, I, I know I was near her room because I, I went to Megacon Orlando 2023 just for Saturday, just for Saturday. And I'd been talking about this, and the whole reason for me getting or, or, or wanting to um, go to Megacon Orlando was was because uh, Hayden Christensen was there. Um, Hayden Christensen, you know, was, was making an appearance before Celebration next week, next, next weekend, this upcoming weekend. And it's just kind of always been on my bucket list, so to speak, is just to meet Hayden and 
you know, at the time I went to make the purchase of the ticket, um, the only thing available were photo ops for Hayden. But they're like, that's that's cool. I'll get a photo with him. Like, oh, yeah. So, um, but this, you know, I went about midday yesterday. It allowed me a ch- chance. This, so this was my first Comic-Con ever, or like ever convention ever like that, right? So it's, you know, I had an idea of what to expect. But once you get in, get through the security process. First off, like the Orange County Convention Center is enormous. It's fucking huge. But you get through the process, which is seamless. It's pretty simple. Um, you know, everybody knows what they're doing. You know, people are cosplay pretty much everywhere. You know, I was in the minority just wearing my Jedi Talk t-shirt and shorts. <laughs> and uh, my having uh, Anakin's lightsaber attached to my hip, too. So, but, like, as soon as you turn the corner onto the show floor, it's like Las Vegas for nerds. That's that's the best can I, I could describe it. Now, I, you know, I've been to Vegas. Kyle, you've been to Las Vegas. Wouldn't you say, like, as soon as you get to Vegas, there's, like, a hypnotic, just, like, like, like feeling to it? Kind of like caught up in all the lights and the sounds and the smells and the, and the, it's, the sex. It's truly, uh, it's truly, like, Disney, Disney World for adults in Las Vegas. I mean, I go to Disney World, I'm an adult, and it's overly stimulating because, you know, I love Disney and I always will. But for, you know, the adults who are like, you know, against or not like into Disney as much as we are, they're not obviously human beings really. But, you know, this is you go to Las Vegas and it's just stimulation over uh, above stimulation. And I was there 10 years ago and they have a fucking roller coaster in one of their hotels. New York, New York. That coaster is so I've done that coaster drunk out of my mind before. Me and Joe yeah, Miller. I, God, I forgot. I should have told that story when I was talking about the Vegas Metallica story. I forgot. Joe and I did that so drunk, like four times in a row. We just kept going. <laughs> oh that's God. awesome. Yeah. But sorry, go on, go on. That just sparked a memory. I, I just remember there was, you know, and I'm not a gambler, but yet, even if you were just walking through the hotels, there's just so much to see. There's so much shopping, so much to do. It's... It's a cool place. Like, even if, you you know, again, if you're not, like, a huge partier or gambler, like, you could still have a really good time there. But um, I, I actually do want to check out – I might go back there to check out the, um, you know, the Horror Nights, Universal's uh, Hollywood Horror Nights. I would love to check that out and yeah. see what that's about. Yeah, Universal's got their merch out already for Halloween Horror Nights. Universal is just trail blazing. Like they are gonna smoke Disney in the future. Are, they really are. They're doing it now. I if think. Disney, <laughs> oh yeah, if Disney doesn't respond, which I don't think they really are. I mean, look at how long it took them to open up Tron. And I'm not. And don't give me the pandemic. Don't even say that because that's just bullshit. Okay, you guys closed the park and and like none of the workers did anything. Like it's just r- ridiculous. Velocicoaster coaster so, is way was way is it was way more complicated than Tron. It's bigger and it's longer. And and that got opened oh, yeah. up during the pandemic. Yeah, that that ride is, you know, state of the art. 100%. And I would I haven't been on Tron yet, but I could already tell just by what people have been saying that Velocicoaster is infinitely more complicated and probably, you know, faster and shit. Oh, I mean, well, so Well, Tron's the fastest co- the launch is the fastest on Disney property, but it's not as fast as that second jump on Velocicoaster. Nowhere near. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be seeing it next weekend, so that is uh yeah, I'm really Monday. excited about that. On Monday, get to get that boarding group for Tronitron. So That'll be fun. And then we're going to check out Happily Ever After. 
on Monday night, too. Good. See the return. That'll be the first Good. time I see it since it comes back. So epic, yeah. epic week. And um, I've only seen like the fireworks show maybe a few times, maybe once or twice. So that'll be good to see that again. Yeah, yeah. This is and is, there's there's something new in it. There's some slight changes, I believe. But uh, can't wait. As long as the core of that show still remains, we're good. So Megacon, yeah, I just turn and it's like Vegas. Yeah. It's it's Vegas. There's lights and like there's Mandalorians. There's Jedi. There's Batman. There's Superman. Wonder Woman's Harley Quinns. There's you know, I. You know what's funny? I did. I, I, did I'm not. I'm not calling this out, but I did not see that many people dressed up as Marvel properties. I really didn't. Didn't you? Didn't you see a job of the Padme? <laughs> I did. Yes. She like a resort fatty. Yes. Yes, I did. Um, but um, we're canceled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. You are. I'm not. I'm not gonna go down because I'm, I'm. I'm trying to get the MegaCon group. At least uh, I'm not as bad as Brad. And Brad just. Brad has no filter. Well, so well, this is probably why. Already, so. This is probably why your episode uh, detailing the Halcyon is has still not been cleared because of the shit Brad says. And it's funny. It's funny as fuck. So I'm glad oh, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, they could suck it. They're not. Uh, look, nobody's gonna change who we are. Right, we don't have any sponsors on this. I'm not getting paid for. We're not getting paid to do these podcasts. This is this is all us. This is a creative outlet by Kyle, Cosentino, Tom Oakery. Creative outlet by Brad Hughes, Evan Evan Boucher, and Tom Oakery on Jedi Talk. Right? It's 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 what we do. We're gonna we're gonna say what we want. Right? If we were ever sponsored, we would basically you know there would be no content. I feel like because. <laughs> No, we'd have like to be the Mandalorian sponsored. was good. It was, it was a great episode filled with uh, good things, and everybody was there was a lot of equality, and things just worked out in the end. And that was <laughs> that's it. The people that died deserved to die because of the patriarchy. Okay, and moving along, um, <laughs> uh, MegaCon. You know, you turn the corner, you just see. People in cosplay, just just all walks of life, like from kids to you know senior citizens. It's just it's it's just people enjoying themselves. And and one of the first things I just really noticed and took in from MegaCon and just I'm sure it's Comic Cons in general and celebrations alike. It's just it's it's people enjoying this subset of life that we all like have an appreciation for, right? You know, every time I record Fourth Mother Box, I'm surrounded by hundreds of action figures and and several more that I bought yesterday at the Comic-Con. Holy shit. Um so it's and it, and it's like and, and so let me just let me just get get right into that, right? Uh it, you know, you're you're walking down the floor and and I almost te- called you, Kyle, but the reception was horseshit down there. Like the amount of pops that were out and about for sale and on display, you would have shit yourself being a pop collector. Um, I was, yeah, I just, I got three more <laughs> yeah. Which ones? Uh, the other day. Um, it's, it was part of like, you know, my early birthday present, but, um, I got, uh, Dean Winchester from Supernatural. I've been looking for him for a long time. Very nice. Um, I got a Harry Potter one and, um, I got a, um, what was the other one? Hold on a second. What did I get? I take it out of your oh. ass. Yeah, I got I got an Iron Man. See, oh, nice. I, I 
that the uh, Avengers are so forgettable that I just forget about <laughs> Iron Man isn't forgettable though, but the current Avengers. No, obviously not. Mm. Obviously not. I'm throwing I'm throwing shade. Yeah. Whatever. I did, I did see yeah, it. Um it's, speaking of cosplay. It gets crazy. Yeah, it does. I don't have I don't have I'm like running out of room in uh in my basement for my my pops. So I'm gonna have to start getting creative making some shelves and shit. Do you take them out of the box? I do. Okay. I do. Um because the boxes are never re- sealed anyway, so That's you can true. easily put them back in if you wanted to, but I I read an article a while ago that they were like throwing away a bunch of pops and I'm just like because they can't sell oh, them and I'm just that. like, you know, it's not like these are going to be worth anything because they're just fucking throwing them out. So, um, you send me a picture of your collection. I don't think I've seen it in a while. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Is it just found me three more yesterday, and it um, they just released some new ones from the Flash, the the Flash movie, and she found me like the Dark Flash. And or I'm assuming it's the Dark Flash, but he's got like a Batman cowl yes. and like black gloves. Fuck yeah! And then she found me Batman, like not Michael Keaton Batman, but uh, Bruce, you Affleck. know, obviously Ben Affleck. Fuck yeah! Uh, Batman from from the Flash, and then uh, a Chewy. Oh. I saw Chewy at the store a couple weekends ago. I wanted him, but I got too many, so he was just. He he kind of um, didn't get purchased that time, but I I need a chewy. You know, everybody needs a little chewy in their life. So there's a, got me a chewy. There's a parks exclusive chewy at Disney. I think it's still there. It's a Life Day Chewbacca. It's oh, uh, it's it's what do they call flacked or fleet flack? I don't know. It's like it's got like a fuzz to it. Like like his robe, you could feel it. Like it's different. I don't know. You'll see when we're in studios. I think it's still there. One of my, one of my favorites is the one that you got me for, uh, the the Mickey in the Haunted Mansion oh, cart. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that existed, but if it, if it said there was a hundred bucks, I would still buy it. You know, that was that's definitely one of my favorites. That's a good one. That's a great one. Yeah. Love me a Haunted Mansion. Yeah, that one. I got that one from Memento More. Uh, Memento More. Memento More. Yeah. Right outside of is that always has that store always been there? Because I feel like I didn't know about it until like a couple of visits ago. I can't confidently answer that. I'll have to rely on Brad to tell us when he listens to this episode when that store opened. But it's I mean I know it's been there for as long as I've been going. Um, because it, it, it's. It's like interesting because I've been to Disney World since I was like maybe six years old, and Haunted Mansion has always been one of my favorites, and I've just like never seen a store like, and maybe I just walked past it completely oblivious a thousand times. And that's the beauty of going to Disney is like you can go there a million times and and still see something new, you know. So it's, it's I assume I'm gonna see, to God, I'm gonna see something new this time, right? Like when I come there. Well, so Tron, every yeah. last time I saw some. Yeah, last time I saw something new, which was Guardians and then Remy's yep. or the Ratatouille ride. And now I'm going to see something new again, the Tron well, ride. So We're doing new restaurants you haven't been to, too. The Plaza, which is awesome at Magic Kingdom. I love the yeah, view at, at the Plaza. I, like, I love the view of that restaurant. It's a great view of the castle. Like, like just a great view of the Magic Kingdom. Um, and then La Creperie de Paris. 
Um, I feel like there's something else new. That, oh, Savvy's. You're doing Savvy's this time. Yeah. That might end up being the highlight of your trip. It'll oh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm super excited for that. That'll be cool. I can't wait. But anyway, speaking of Star Wars, so I'm a big figure collector, right? I collect the vintage collection Star Wars. I collect Black Series Star Wars, not in the new packaging. Um, and I, I collect uh, the McFarlane DC Universe figures. Um, those I take out and display. Um, I keep my Star Wars figures in the boxes and hang them up on the wall. So I had like I I I knew there was going to be like figures and you know for sale and on display and shit. I I just it's just beyond like like mind exploding. You just like kind of like have like, like this overwhelming feeling of like gotta have them all. And I'm just walking and I'm looking and I walked into like a few vendors at first, just down the floors, going up and down, just like looking at everything. And I saw some figures I haven't had, saw some rare ones. Um, like I saw a General Grievous TVC, um, you know, I believe it was unpunched, but was it was in a case for 200 bucks. Like that's how rare it is. And it, the Grievous looked ridiculously sick. It was from Revenge of the Sith. Um and I'm, I'm like, I was holding myself back. I'm like, uh, don't, don't blow your wad. You know, you're, you're going to see something else. It's kind of like there's, you know, we just kind of wait and see what's out there. And the first purchase I made at MegaCon Orlando 2023, because um, I made a few more. But I turned, and I remember a long, long time ago, Brad had actually made mention of the rarity of a particular figure. So, um... I didn't get the name of the vendor, but a very tiny little just cutout, kind of like, felt like I was in Diagon Alley kind of thing. It was just dark lit, and the guy was chilling there. The, like, if like Bre- if like me and another person my size, like like Brad and I are about the same build, if we were standing in there together at the same time, it, it would feel crowded. That's how tiny it was. Um, and then I just see this box that says Jocasta New on the side Star Wars at the bottom and Hasbro and I just looked to the guy who was sitting there I'm like is that a Jocasta New figure? And he said yes it is. Um, and he said it was a uh, convention um, he said it was a convention exclusive that they only like made once it did nothing with after the fact and I was like oh and then my mind was starting to like like connect I was like shit I think I know about that and um, he stands up and goes and takes it for me, right? It's this box, this big box, um, like looks like a big textbook. It says Star Wars and the Jedi archives are like in the background. And then if you open it, um, there's, you know, the Jedi archives and boom, there she is. Star Wars, Attack of the Clones, Costa New, character debut never before offered as a figure um, with a Count Dooku bust. Um, and we had talked about this on Jedi Talk before. And... I can't. I could not believe that I had was seeing this because this is so rare. And not only does it come with the figure in this amazing display, it comes with another card by itself. Um, and here's what the back of the card says: As Chief Librarian of the Jedi Archives, Jocasta New oversees a vast collection of information and secrets dating back thousands of years. A brilliant researcher and archivist, this Jedi Master has trained many Padawans during her long career. Her devotion to learning is seen by her and Sada pattern robes, a style worn by many famous Jedi historians. In the archives, Jocasta is surrounded by bron- bronzium busts of noteworthy Jedi masters, among them Count Dooku, Yoda, and Chan Actreon. Wow, I don't know who that is. 
Like the archives, these busts also hold tantalizing secrets for those who search for them. Take them home, or take home a part of history with this exclusive Jocasta new figure. So, Kyle, if you're asking and wondering how much I paid for it, I'll gladly tell the people. Now, this is, if you look this figure up on eBay, how rare this is, this is going anywhere from, I think, $650 to, I saw a 250 at its lowest. I paid $175. Damn. I, I thought that was a steal. Um, now, I didn't, look, like- <laughs> I didn't look up the eBay prices beforehand. This was a in-the-moment decision, and I texted Courtney, and I said, I know we were talking about doing something else for my birthday because, like you men mentioned, our birthdays are on the same time. So I was like, I want to make this an early birthday present. Like, this is insane. She said, yeah, let's do it. So I'm sorry. Were you going to say something? I was just going to say, like, it it must be so dangerous to walk into Megacon with your wallet because I, I feel like I would just leave mine in the car just because I know that I would want to buy everything there. Like it was, was it that bad? Like where there was just so much you wanted to take home with you? I I here I bought. He, let me count, and I'm gonna go through them. So the the Jocasta new figure, the San Diego Comic Con exclusive, I bought one, two, three, four, five, six other figures. So that's what I, I walked out with eight items. I um I spent probably. Let's see. Holy crap. <laughs> I spent probably about like 550 bucks on figures. No, did I? No, that's not right. Well, Kyle, to your point, um, I, I have to figure out how much money I spent on these figures now. Maybe it would be better not to figure it out. No, screw it. Screw <laughs> it. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, 375 bucks, even. 375 I don't care. I don't care. Fine. Sue me. I'm happy with this. This, this is a birthday. This is... This is what makes me happy. I don't give a fuck. Could have been a lot worse, yeah, I though, mean, to your point. Holy it's, shit. <laughs> it, it's it's like a, a hobby that you're passionate about. Like, you know, I mean, it makes sense. I'm sure that was probably a, a, not as bad as you could have spent, right? No, we're sure that there was a lot more there. I mean, that, nowhere near, right? That Grievous figure that I was just talking about. I, I there, there were, there were blacks. There was a black series like Snoke that I that I wanted to get. I, I just had to say no to quite a lot and there were some old 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 school star wars like like not the vintage collection like back from the 70s like toys that that i saw that were crazy um i took a couple of videos a lot was happening i didn't want to focus on filming a bunch i just wanted to take it all in i got what i got so um i'm gonna give some facts on that jacosta new figure real quick um that i think would be fun to just share with our listeners um and i pulled it up beforehand um, so this is what makes this figure crazy cool, um, and of, of course. So um, just how rare this figure is. It was originally intended to be the Star Wars Celebration 6 exclusive in 2012. Um, Jedi Librarian Jocasta New ended up being a Brian's Toy exclusive in 2012-2013. Um, she comes with two lightsabers, one, one ignited and one hilt with no blade. They could fit in her hands, yada, yada, yada. Um, the right hand is molded with two fingers pointing, which indicates the use of the force, or because Disney cast members need to point with two fingers. <laughs> um, 
So this also comes with a bust of Count Dooku. Um, and once the... This is crazy. Once the Dooku bust is removed, the blue golden Jedi holocron is revealed from his bust. So that's what they were talking about. There's like the bust contains secrets. So there's a fucking holocron inside this Count Dooku bust. And I'm never going to see it because I'm not opening this thing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe one day I will, but who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? This this figure is just insane. So, Wow. Wow, um, wow, wow. So... So uh, tell us what it was like meeting uh, Hayden Christensen. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so once I eventually bought all these figures, which I could talk about forever, um, I got to the north side. And, um, like, you know, Hayden Christensen, the most popular person at MegaCon Orlando. Um, you know, Rosario Dawson was there. You know, there were uh, I saw David Hayter. I saw Jeff Johns. I saw Frank Miller. You know, I saw lots of comic artists and uh lots lots of big people big names but Hayden's the biggest so my call time I was in group nine for the photo op my call time was 520 originally but they were running two hours behind so I did not get called into line till maybe like seven o'clock and we're we're just waiting around there we're just waiting around there because I had to take myself and put myself outside of the uh, show, show floor because I would have blown more money on a bunch of figures. So I'm like, nope, I'm just going to hang around where Anakin is for a while. Um, but then I waited, 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 waited because they were behind, whatever. People were getting signatures. So they start calling groups and then the groups are moving, the groups are moving. So then group nine finally gets called and we scan in and then we get, we turn right away and then you're like, holy shit, like there's no more line. Like once you were in the room, you were about ready to meet him. So as I've detailed on shows in the past, I made a Jedi Talk shirt, the one that we wear that says Jedi Talk Star Wars Podcast on the back. Thanks, Kyle's mom, for the obvious back and forth that we go with Kyle fuck you. and his mother. Oh, you're going to tell me fuck, fuck you? you? Hayden fuck Christensen you, fuck you, fuck now you. owns that shirt with referencing you on it. Like, you have to be proud of that, regardless of how it is. He he probably threw that in the trash after after you left, which is where that shirt belongs anyway. Well, he touched it, so make trash shirt for a trash show. Yeah, all right, okay, that's fine. Hayden Christensen Jedi knows your trash. mom's hot. Anakin I can't Skywalker wait till I come there next hot. week and I I I pwn all your asses. Oh, are you? Are you? Yeah, you can put yeah, I am. Yeah, it's yeah. big words there from you. Ran, well, ran I already rock, know your fuck his name you is. guys have like three insults that you use, so you, you, you have I, I'm like I'm ready for it. Uh, Kyle, you can't complete a uh, final thought on, on fourth mother box. That's Brad. Oh, Kyle, you're too short. Oh, Kyle, you blah blah blah. You, your mother, like, you guys got nothing. You guys got nothing. Brad is just endless. Like, I could look on Brad's Instagram any day of the week and find something new to rip on him for. <laughs> You're you're a ginger, so that's the joke that never stops. Oh, right, anyway, right, because so. because you were just ripping on us for having the same jokes, right? And then you say the ginger joke that never stops. Yeah, that's not old. Go on, I'm listening. But our, no, that doesn't get old though, in. because it's it, you're a ginger, because you're you're a ginger, and that that doesn't get old. So that's that's the one joke you could keep repeating, and it just doesn't get old because you're in fact a ginger. So. There's only one um, thing Evan, I'm proud about being a ginger about, and it's that your mother keeps coming back to dip into the red sauce. Nah, 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 nah. You know what? You know what? 
The only one that I respect is Evan because Evan doesn't, uh, you know, talk a lot of shit. But when he does, he just he like it's effective. And it's like, you know, I'm insulted. But then I'm like, you know, I got to give him props for that. Like, especially with the Yoda joke or the um, not Yoda joke, the, the Grogu joke that he made. I wasn't even mad because it was so good. Like, it just like and I don't know if we said it, but he said that uh, Kyle is just probably mad at Grogu because Grogu is taller than him. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Good jobs. Good job, sir. Good job. You and Evan got to stick together because you're. Yeah, that's it. Y'all are just 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 got to stick together. That's fine. It could be you and Evan versus Brad and I in Tortilla Slap Challenge number two. It's going down. If you didn't think I'm not buying t- tortillas and a big old jug of water, we got to do this again. Oh, here we go. No. All right. Anyway, what the hell was I talking about? So Hayden Christensen thinks your mom is hot. So we were we were walking up, and I, I get in, and they're like, right from the get-go, they're just moving us through. They're behind. This is a fucking production line. You're like, you can't even, like, put it in like put, put together because because you, you walk in and like i i look to my left and there he was taking pictures with people i'm like well there's hayden behind the curtain i could see him right through i was like shit that's fucking wild um and then people are going in they're taking their picture they're saying like a word or two for him and then they're, they're they're being shoved out so they're like put your stuff on the table if you have you know don't don't shake his hand don't do this don't do that just take your picture and then go out this way um did you grab his ass on the way on on your way out? I grabbed multiple things, but that's neither here nor there. So, uh, oh, okay. and then they say if you have a gift for him, give it to one of the camera people. So I talked to one. I I, talk, I reaffirmed what I needed to do because people were moving quick in there, and I didn't want to look like an idiot with the girl outside. And then uh, we get let in, and it's like it's just you. I said, yeah, it's just me. And I said, I have this shirt I want to give to Hayden. She said, great. Would you like me to unveil it in front of him so you can tell him this is what I got you? I said, sure. Um, but then like the, like, like as soon as she was done telling me that I'm being told to walk up to him and then he turns, we, we lock eyes and then the lights came down and then, um, uh, you took off, you, you, uh, took off his shirt and then you guys started to kiss. Yeah. We, we, we started to, to, to make out until we both had the high, the high ground in our pants. So once we both had the high ground, we, we turned and realized that, you know, the $220 I spent on this photo op, we had to make sure I got my picture. Right. So. No, that didn't happen. Um, but I walked up, um, you know, and of course, what they say, no handshake. The first fucking thing I did was put my hand out to shake his hand. It's 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 like I've I've been on this earth for almost thirty seven years. That's like the first thing you do when you know you you see somebody you you hold a lot of admiration and respect for. Anakin Skywalker is my favorite Jedi, my favorite Star Wars character, for a myriad of many reasons. Right. Courtney asked me the question earlier this week. She's like, you know, I'm surprised that he's your favorite because he's like for, you know, in Revenge of the Sith, he wants order and, you know, you know things, you know, it's very against your liberty minded, you know, you know, thought process with how I feel about like governments and, and authoritarianism and stuff. But but I told her, I said, yeah, that's that's he's not perfect. And I don't agree with him there. But it's like Anakin is is just like. And, and I think Hayden did the best job he possibly could have done with given from George Lucas on how to portray a struggling character who's trying who's like the most powerful person in the galaxy and just trying to work through the same things that we work through right you know you, you, you feel you feel life a certain way you you have attachments you want to protect the things that you love um, 
So yeah. And you also want to kill children, which is what he did. Um, he did do that. I do not want to do that. No, yeah. Kyle. Thank you very much. Um, but uh, I wonder is that why he... he's secretly your favorite. No, God, favorite no. Jedi. No, no. Are you sure you're ready to be a dad? Yes, I'm sure I'm ready to be a fucking dad. Calm down. Um, or a mother. I don't yeah, know which yeah. whichever one you're going to be. Yeah, your mother says I'd make a good daddy because I make one too. Uh, ah, get out of yeah. here! Oh, come on! Oh, what? What? You? 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 Grogu was up your ass. <laughs> Okay, so you, so you, you shook, you, you, you shook Hayden's penis. Yeah, I shook his and penis. And then you took a picture with him. Yeah. Then what happened? So um, we, I, I just go up and shake his hand, and I and I, you know, turn around and assume the picture position, right? You, you know, you're looking because they're just pushing us through. And yeah, you, you, you say pleasantries like, "Hey, great to meet you. How you doing? Uh, how you doing?" Um, and then the, the, I turn around and the woman just unveils the shirt, and I just pointed out. I said, "Yeah, it's my podcast. Brought you a shirt." And Hayden was like, "Oh, thank you know, thanks so much." Um, and then they take the picture and they send you off. And I said, "You know, again, just shook his hand yet again. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Have a good one." And I think he like patted me on the back as I left. And um, I turned around, got the picture, like they printed out like almost immediately, and it's good quality. Uh, and then as you're walking out, they scan your QR code again and scan the bottom of your picture, and you get an email with a digital copy right away. And um, I walked to the McDonald's where Courtney picked me up, and that was it. That was a good picture. Like, that, I mean, for what you pay, I mean, I mean, it should be, right? It absolutely um, it, should be. It was a good picture. Are you going to, like, frame that and put it oh, in your, absolutely. Like, uh, your Star Wars room? Yes, absolutely. I, uh, I'm going to put it near Ron Swanson. Um, I uh, you know those those meet and greet ops can get pretty expensive, yeah, oh, yeah. and that you know meeting with him wasn't that bad because I was telling you this earlier. I went to Supernatural Con a couple years ago, and like to take a picture with the, the two main characters is like six hundred bucks, Jeez. and which is kind of insane, but it's nowhere near as insane as meeting Metallica, which is like five grand, which is you know. <sighs> I mean, it's it's crazy. Could you imagine if somebody wanted to pay you five thousand dollars just to take a picture with you? Could you imagine that? I could like, just I am, take your I picture. That's awesome. it. Worth five thousand, but uh, no, no, that I mean, is that is yeah. That's got to be some sort of like weird feeling, right? Like you're worth that much money that somebody just wants to just take what thirty seconds to take a picture. Like, hey, here you go. But but man, but to to the credit of these people, like I was thinking about it, like Hayden was signing autographs all day. He's taking pictures all day. He's talking. He's giving energy to these to these fans. And he's he's one of the he's been you you hear he's one of the nicest guys in the world, right? You know, he's Canadian. I mean, of course he is. But um, but the, you know, that's a, that's a lot of energy, right? That's a lot of time. He's he's put the years in. He's got he's gotten. Shit, he's gotten hate from this fucking fandom, right? He deserves it. I think he, I think he could make more. To your point, yeah, I was, I'm surprised it was so low because he's such a pivotal character in the Star Wars, you know, universe. And I don't right. know. I mean, I was surprised. I thought it would be. I was really shocked when it was like you, know, you know, was it like two hundred bucks or something like that? Yeah, it's, after after tax. <laughs> And all that stuff, it was like two twenty, and then I had to pay like sixty three bucks after tax for the ticket on Saturday. I'm thinking about, and I was talking to this with the Jedi Talk boys, and and you too, if 
if you can fit it into your schedule next year, what what MegaCon rolls around doing like the four days out here, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, that would be really cool. I would, that would be my home away from home, you know, to do something like that. So I actually haven't been to a lot of like comic cons, you know, so I, I definitely need to go to more. It just, it seems like every time they come around, I'm always like going somewhere that weekend. Yeah. Which is usually Disney. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But that was like my real quick recap. There was so much more going on at MegaCon. You know, li- check out Jedi Talk. I'm going to talk more about it on there. Um, but uh, we're already 45 minutes in here. We got some more stuff to talk about, Kyle. Um, before I dive into uh, uh, WrestleMania Night 1 recap, because I do want to talk about that, uh, we've, we've gotten some couple of DC news this week. And I think the biggest news was the rumor about the villain the potential villain in the Batman 2 so do you want to tell our listeners who that villain might be and what you think about it it is a one Basil Carlo failed actor also known as Clayface and I think this is a great step uh, a good step in the right direction because Clayface can be anybody and I'm kind of I mean I'm kind of interested to see what they do with him because this will really determine is, you know, the Matt Reeves Batman universe a meta filled with meta humans, or is it is it more realistic like Christopher Nolan's universe? Now, with the introduction of Basil Carlo, Clayface, that would suggest that it's filled with meta humans. Now, they could do a different spin on him. Maybe he's like um like a Hush or somebody like that. Which, well, if you're you know, gonna, Hush, they should use Hush. Thomas Elliot. Yeah, they should use Hush. They could easily use uh, Thomas Elliot too. Like that would be, that would be kind of a cool thing as well. But I like Clayface. I think Clayface is is a really cool villain, and especially you know in the Arkham universe, he just looks like terrifying and scary. Like I hope they kind of really play that up. So, I'm, I'm assuming that this is not confirmed, but confirmed as a villain. Uh, yeah, that's it's kind of just the heavy rumor it's definitely not confirmed i don't know if we're going to get that confirmed for a, for a while right the movie's coming well, out in two years so so then they'll do Clayface and then uh end in court of owls that's 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 what would be my hope potentially yeah yeah i'm with you though because Clayface, you know he could be anyone like, it could be the swerve. They could do, like, a mystery thriller type of swerve where he's, like, playing another character the whole movie and then you find out it's Clayface at the end. That'd be that'd be fun. But they would kind of blow it now because we know it's Clayface, you know? Like, it, Clayface is always better used when you, when you don't know he's in the movie. Agreed. So. Agreed. Yeah, that's a good point. So we'll have to see what their portrayal looks like. Because um, if that's true, they just ruined the plot. Like... By announcing it. I know. I hope not. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure. They they, they have more. You know, there's still more from the Penguin that we need to see. And we're going to get that series soon. So, or soon-ish. Right. Um, the Batman Doom that came to Gotham is officially out for purchase, right? Or streaming. Um, I don't know too much about this animated film but i know it's getting some hype do you know do you know much about it 
Not really. I know that it was, I just saw the review today and then it was reviewed really well. And David Gintoli, I think that's how you say his last name. Like I liked what I heard in the trailer. His voice is really lends itself well to the dark Knight. So I think they kind of have his cowl. It's kind of looks a lot like Robert Pattinson's Batman. So I think it'll be kind of a cool, cool iteration of this character. I don't, I think the villains are just some like stock villains that they put in the film. I don't know if that's going to turn into somebody else or whatnot, but you know, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it. So it's not it's not part of Reeves' universe, right? No, no, definitely not. Okay, okay, um, good. So yeah, I'll check it out. I mean, DC always wins with animated stuff. It's very rare that they have a miss when it comes to their their animated. So yeah, it's good shit. Uh, Kyle, you finished, 100% finished Resident Evil 4. Please. And you could be as spoilery as you want to. I want to hear all about it. This game, I'm 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 on my second playthrough. This game was amazing. Oh, you started like, already? Wow. So I originally thought, I'm like, nah, we don't need a remake of Resident Evil 4 way back when. But then I realized, I'm like, they really went above and beyond for this game and i believe there's they're going to release the mercenaries mode in the next coming weeks in a sometime in april and i'm looking forward to that but this game was was excellent 100 percent excellent i mean they they were really respectful to the original the graphics looked ga- great the gameplay was great they left a few things out though which is interesting they made some interesting choices like there was two there was like two um well, I guess one was wasn't really considered a boss battle, but there's one major boss battle that they just left out. And if you haven't played it, I will give you a minute to stop listening, but just for a minute, so, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. There is in the original remake or the original, the 2005 version, there was this monster called It. And you basically you fight this thing when you're in the in these caves. So you're you get onto this platform and you have to race to hit the button to like drop the platform and jump onto the next one. And this big monster monster scary looking monster called it is like attacking you from the rafters and you eventually escape the platform and you jump in and you run into this this open area where you have to fight it. And it's like easily one of the scariest looking monsters in the game. Uh, maybe in Resident Evil history. Oh, agreed. Although House of, uh, outside of House of Benito, I think it was called in Resident oh, Evil 8. Yeah. With that fucking baby. But anyway, they left this out. And, you know, I was like, that's an, that was an interesting choice. I mean, it didn't really take away from the game as much. I'm kind of, you, you, at some point you're like, I'm kind of relieved that I don't have to do and I don't have to stress about that beating that monster, but you're also kind of like, why would they leave that out? You know? So outside of that, the game was great. Um, I'm, I'm like having a blast. I've had a blast with it. I I'm like having fun playing it second time through. So just, just really above and beyond. Now, how far, how far have you gotten in it? I, I'm just started to make my way through that Island. I, I just beat Ramon Salazar. Just defeated him. Rode the boat with Ada to the island. 
I, I like I took out a couple of those. They're not zombies, but whatever those guys are on the island, I, I can't remember their official name. Um, and then I made made the f- my, I saved it like the first spot you could save. So still like kind of in the back. So, I'm in the back end of the game. They also took out that part where Ramon chases you is like that big statue of Ramon chases you. Oh, that's right. They also took a, they took out that part. I had just played the remake a couple months ago. And uh, so I, it's pretty fresh. Um, I, I liked, I definitely like how they kept like most of the major areas, but then they switched things up. So like, you didn't know what was going to happen. And one part I was like, Oh my God, fuck you for doing this. And I don't think you're there yet, but, um, do you know, do you remember the monsters called the regenerators? Regenerators? The regenerators. I don't, I think the regenerators, regenerators. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't gotten. No, you I haven't, haven't gotten to this part, but when you do, you're not going to be happy. I'm just going to say that. So, <laughs> All right, I can't wait. I know the second time around it'll be easier because I know what to do, but like you're kind of like, you kind of don't know what, like, because it's changed. You don't know what to do. You know, like what, you're supposed to get this like infrared scope t- so you can kill these things, right. but they don't exactly tell you where to put it and... Like they turn off the lights and these things are fucking chasing you and it's oh just my God. they're assholes. Complete assholes for doing this. Can't wait. So spectacular. Oh yeah, just you when you get there, I don't know. Have a second pair of pants nearby. I will. Normally I play Resident Evil Four without pants, so maybe I'll just put yeah, pants on. That, that's 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 the smart way to play it. Smart way to play it. I also don't wear pants when I'm watching The Mandalorian. Um, I gave my extensive thoughts on Chapter 21 on Jedi Talk, but I do want to hear what you thought about our most recent episode of The Mandalorian. You and I haven't talked about it yet, so I'm curious. Chapter yeah. 21, the... What the hell was the name of it? Oh, I can't remember the name. I feel... Uh, anyway, go on. It's Chapter 20, basically. Yeah, chapter 21. Chapter 21. What were your thoughts? Um, well, we could call this the the Revenge of Swamp Thing. Uh, <laughs> Return of Captain Gorian Shard. Yes. And which, like, I don't hate the way he looks. I think he looks fine. You know, I was listening to some of your thoughts um, yesterday, and I agree, like, they, you know, they can call these individuals something else besides pirates. Yeah. Because it's just weird. not Star it it does feel weird, and that really did stick out to me when I when you guys were talking about it. Um, I don't. They just could call him something different, and that would that would make more sense. But anyway, like the revenge, the revenge of Swamp Thing. I thought this was cool. This was like one of my favorite episodes nice. because they're they kind of rallied the Mandos together to defend the city, and I just thought that that was really that was like a really cool thing. You see. Uh, grief Karga trying to figure out how how are they going to resolve this you know pirate attack, and he enlists the help of Mando, and you know obviously um, Mando kind of helps recruit the other Mandos to come and help them defend the city, and it was just a cool episode. It really was. I like how they said you know grief Karga said at the end he's like you know you your home has been destroyed but now you have a new one we have we have this land for you that you can come and stay here i thought that was it was just a it was a cool episode 
I also liked, in which I'm not surprised, I also liked how they found the transport ship of Moff Gideon yeah. that, and they found it destroyed. So which, which suggests that Moff Gideon is, has escaped and he will be returning in some form. And I think, which is a good idea because I don't want him to be the main villain again, but I think it's like, he's, he's such a cool character that, you know, you don't, you don't necessarily want to just get rid of him just yet. So I, I would be, I would hope like there's like another villain in the background, maybe, um, maybe Thrawn it's or something Thrawn. like that. It's Thrawn. Yeah. Okay. And I know I don't really know anything about uh, Thrawn, but I know that you guys have been talking about him. I know he's huge in this universe. Um, I'm looking on IGN right now, and it says, what animated Star Wars character would you most like to see appear in live action? And General Admiral Thrawn was number one on the on the, the quiz that they put out there. So, Oh, really? What, what were the uh, multiple choices? Does it say? So we have, we have Asajj Ventress. Ezra Bridger, well, Hondo Onaka, Ezra we're going to get, and Sabine Wren. And, Sabine uh, we're going to get. Admiral Thrawn. Yeah, Thrawn. We're all going to yeah, get. Them. I assume okay. <laughs> we're getting all those. Hondo is is Hondo um, the guy, but two is that is yeah. that who Hondo is? The one voiced by Jim Cummings. Welcome, welcome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like uh, when you go on the Rise of the Resistance. No, not him, Rise. Or no, the Falcon. Uh, that's uh, Smuggler's Run. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I remember. I remember going on that for the first time and hearing his voice, and instantly I knew I'm like, "This is Jim Cummings." So cool. Like one hundred percent. It's so cool. Yeah. He's the voice of Disney. He is. Yeah, Jim Cummings the best. Um, and I'll give a plug for Brad. Uh, go go search. I believe it's it's still under Jedi Talk, but uh, Brad has a really good interview with Jim Cummings um, a couple years ago that he did. It's a great interview. Great interview. Um, Didn't. Didn't he do like some impressions on that? I forget because I listened Ooh. to that episode. It's been a little I didn't bit really know Brad at the time. Yeah, but did did he do like a did he do like an impression in that episode? I wouldn't put it past him to do it. I hope he did. Mm. Maybe I'll have to go back and listen again. God, he's so good. He's he's like he's he's definitely like the Kevin Conroy of the Disney universe. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so. I have two theories for the end of The Mandalorian, uh, Chapter 21, with Moff Gideon there. One, I said this on Jedi Talk, but the uh, I think the armor might be involved. Um, I I think the armor might be Rook cast um, from the Clone Wars, a very devout Maldalorian, and it's right on her fucking helmet. She's still got the Maldalorian helmet. I mean, there could be many reasons why she decided not to take the horns off, but she's an armor. She could fix that if she wants to. So, or Sabine Wren took Moff Gideon, and Moff is with Ahsoka and Sabine right now for some reason. And Bo-Katan's going to stumble upon Moff Gideon when she finds Sabine Wren after the armorer told Bo-Katan to go find the other Mandalorians in exile. This opens the live-action debut for Sabine Wren, like, immediately by that line. Did the same thing for Ahsoka in the Mandalorian Chapter 2 when they said, you know, when Bo-Katan said, go find Ahsoka Tano. Same thing here. The armor told Bo-Katan to find the other Mandalorians in exile. The first one you think of is Sabine Wren. So she'll probably make her live-action debut on Mandalor- in Mandalorian before we see her in Ahsoka. 
Yeah, this this season kind of seems a little bit more tame, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, it's it's not as like big and actiony, but it seems more kind of like a little bit more conservative. So I know there's three episodes left, I think. So it'll be interesting to see where they take it because I almost don't even know like what the end goal is of this season. I mean, you know, in the beginning, Mando was going back to Mandalore to like, you know, restore his Mandalorianness, right? And then he did that and it's kind of, it's kind of open ended right now. So I wonder if this is just kind of like a big pre setup for like the next season or something. It's, it's, I'm, I believe that they're, they're just planting the seeds for the first order, right? The rise of the first order, right? They're, they're, they obviously they showed the new republic, uh, like just crap, you know. What do we call them on Jedi talk? Tuggins, <laughs> Tim Meadows character, <laughs> you know. Is that really? I, was that really his name, no. General Tuggins? No, no, no. It wasn't. Um, it was. I I can't remember what what the name of it was, but. Um, in any event, uh, he was played by Tim Meadows. But, like, yeah, the New Republic looks, you know, just like they don't care. Um, the, you know, it's, it's just going to help to the rise of the First Order. That's all. It's as simple as that. Um, I, that's what I think this season is leading up to. And I think prob- oh. there will there will probably be, like, a cliffhanger on how big of a threat the First Order is going to be leading into Season 4, I think. Something along the lines. His of name, that. his name is Colonel Tuttle. Tuttle, there we go. That's why we call him Tuggins. <laughs> but we can call him Tuggins. Yeah, I'm usually a Tuggin in my office. <laughs> his name is Colonel Dick Tuggins. Colonel, Dick, yeah, Richard Tuggins. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what that is. So, um, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, last but certainly not least, uh, oh, did you have any more thoughts on uh, Mandalorian before we wrap it up? No, that was pretty much it. Okay. So, uh, well, finally, I just want to give some quick thoughts. Uh, I haven't finished it yet. I have an hour left to go of WrestleMania Night 1 because I met Hayden yesterday. But uh, I'm a wrestling fan. I I really don't pay attention to it too much anymore. But when when WrestleMania comes along, I like to pay attention. Just want to give quick thoughts um, (laughs) on Night 1 of what I've seen. And then I'll talk about it more on next 4th Motherbox. You know, John Cena had a good showing against Austin Theory. I liked the end of that match. Oh, spoiler alert, by the way, with uh, Austin keeping the United States title. It was a good opening match, told a good story. I mean, it's so funny to see John Cena relegated. Stone Cold? Uh, Stone no, Cold, no. Steve Austin? No, 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 no. Austin Theory. New guy, different wrestler. Oh, yeah. dumb. Uh, see, you're such a contrarian. You're such a fucking contrarian. How is it dumb? New guys have to show up. I mean, I'm I'm just saying it's dumb because it's not Steve Austin, so... All right, all right. That's fair. Stone Cold might show up today uh, on night two. Um, so it's maybe, so- he should, maybe he should show up as Stone Cold E.T. <laughs> Stone Cold E.T. He absolutely should. <laughs> Ordinary. If you haven't seen with Stone Cold E.T., please YouTube this because it's fucking hilarious. I'd be shocked if people haven't seen it. That's been around for a long time. Uh uh, it's just funny I think to see John Cena. they filmed that in Chicago. I think uh, they're from Chicago. The people <laughs> who did that—that's funny. <laughs> they probably are. So, 
But John Cena's like a legend status now, so it's like seeing him just like show up for WrestleMania and not around 24-7's crazy. Um, best match of the night, and I can't imagine the main event topping this, but it might, but Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley, that was fucking awesome. Like, those are the the two best women wrestlers right now to exist. It's such a great match, and you knew you were going to, because Charlotte Flair, who's my, who's my favorite women's wrestler, she always brings it. Um, Rhea Ripley deserved the win. Great match. They beat the shit out of each other. Um, the, I still have yet to see the Usos versus Kaz, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul was an interesting match. It was fine. I can give two shits about Logan Paul and his brother, but I'm glad Seth Rollins won. It was a good match. Um, here's a little old school for you, Kyle, back when you followed, but we had Damage Control, with which uh, consists of Bailey and her two minions, Dakota Kai and Io Sky, versus Becky Lynch, the man, uh, Lita, and Trish Stratus. Um, Becky Lynch and Lita are women's tag champions. Um, this match was fine. Wow. This match was fine, but but you could tell that Lita and Trish are forty-seven years old. They're just a little stiff, moving a little bit slower than they used to. It's just pretty evident. I mean, I mean, it's not a bad thing. They can do it better than I can, and it's just for like WrestleMania. It just feels even more evident but it's like you, you got to give those people so much credit so even much. the undertaker oh my god the undertaker i don't know when he might have stopped when he was in his 50s and this dude is a fucking six foot plus monster flying over the top ropes hitting hitting people like you know what i mean yeah like i can't even imagine you know we're 36 and if we sleep the wrong way we're gonna feel that shit for the rest <laughs> of the week you know uh, he he retired officially like about three years ago. Um, he had his last match with AJ Styles during the pandemic WrestleMania. He rode out to Metallica song. He rode out of the match to Now That We're Dead. Um, yeah, his, I remember that. That was his entrance music and that was his exit music. That was so fucking cool. Um, and The Undertaker just rode off to the sunset. Uh, there's a spectacular Undertaker documentary on Peacock. I highly recommend you go watch it. Um, it's so good. It follows him in his final years of his career. Uh, if you've never seen it, Kyle, I think you would love it. Um, not sure oh, I, it. I haven't watched wrestling for years, but I watched the shit out of that. Oh, that good. was an amazing documentary. So good. Um, so yeah, uh, Becky Lynch, Trish and Lita won that match. And then we had Dominic Mysterio, who is Rey Mysterio's son versus Rey Mysterio, which I assume was Rey Mysterio's last match. Has to be. Because Ray was just inducted in the Hall of Fame the night before. To be completely honest with you guys, I really don't care about Ray Mysterio. It's it's nothing against him. I just am tired of his character. It's been so long. He's just I feel like he's one dimensional. I, I I'm over it. I knew Dominic wouldn't win, but it was still a fine match. Whatever. Um actually a really good match of the night. Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus Viking Raiders. Um, just like a big old four-way tag team match. Um, a lot of high-flying shit. So nice job all around to those people. Um, but also nice job all around to us. You guys have been great. We've been Fourth Mother Box. Follow us again at Fourth Mother Box on Instagram, on Vero, and on Facebook. We bring you DC Star Wars, Megacon News, and whatever the hell. Metallica, Metallica, Metallica is going to be huge. 72 seasons is days away. Fucking a week from Friday. 
when Kyle gets out here, it'll be a week away from these ear sp- ear bangers, these ear spankers, whatever Lars calls them on Instagram. The eight that we haven't heard yet are coming out. We'll talk about it on Fourth Mother Talk. Next time you're going to hear from Kyle and I, our episode Fourth Mother Talk 4 with the boys from Jedi Talk. Um, what Kyle out here at Disney World. So we got a lot of great stuff coming up. Star Wars Celebration, a bunch of great news. Um, as always, we allow Kyle to give us the final thoughts on this fighting evening. So Kyle, enlighten us. Well, you kind of stole my final thoughts for today, but I was just going to plug next week when, when I come out there for the fourth annual Fourth Mother Talk when we join forces to talk about Star Wars, DC, Marvel, and all the cool shit that we've that we normally talk about we might kill each other um which is a very strong possibility because let's face it i've been talking a lot of shit over the year and and uh they those guys over there has been giving it right back so definitely if you if you want to tune in next week this this is going to be the week to tune in so definitely definitely tune in 